Welcome to Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Rack. You can follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Had a great crossover podcast yesterday with Peter Bukowski from the Locked on Packers podcast ahead of the Sunday matchup between the Cardinals and the Packers. So, first two segments, we, <laughs> we didn't talk about the game much. We talk about the current situation in which both teams see themselves and... Uh, Finally got to a little game talk last segment. I think we're all under the same impression that this is not going to be a close match. You know, this is going to be a, a get-right game for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to, you know, show his muscles and against a bad team and be able to put up numbers against a team that really has no, you know, no business being on the field with them. And then he'll probably go back to being the old Aaron Rodgers of disappointing people. But going into Sunday, but let's get right into it. What do the Cardinals need to do to stay close with the Packers? I mean, if if there is something that can keep them close. Right. I, I think it's uh, converting on third down, keeping their offense on the field. That's probably their best bet at doing that. But as far as defensively, how they match up, what the Packers feature – Offensively, as far as weapons, Aaron Jones is going to be a nightmare for them out of the backfield. He's been great since he's been healthy. Then you also have, you know, the array of wide receivers. We don't know if they're going to have, uh, if they're going to have um, Cobb back. But right. even if they don't, Devontae I mean, Adams Devon, is like two receivers. He's a one-man wrecking. He's a target crew. monster. Jimmy Graham's going to be in there. I know he's kind of uh, hindered a little bit with the broken thumb. Mm-hmm. He'll be out there still, and that could be a matchup nightmare for a team that lost its best linebacker, as far as Josh Bynes is concerned. So it, this is gonna this is gonna be rough because when you look at the Packers and how they've played at home, completely different Jekyll and Hyde scenario as far as the team at home and on on the road, they uh, they score twenty four plus at home. Yeah, if you look at the Arizona Cardinals schedule, they've scored twenty four plus once, one time, and that included a defensive touchdown. They yeah. scored twenty eight points. Yeah, against the San Francisco Forty yeah. ers So they've eclipsed thirty points five times. Um, so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the Arizona Cardinals to keep up offensively with this Packers team that I expect to be kind of dialed in. And I know that's probably if you're a Packers fan, if you're somebody that's been following the team, you've been waiting for yeah, it. Peter sure. Bukowski a couple weeks ago said he's been calling for a get right game virtually all season, but he, they haven't faced the likes of the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are the get right team in the NFL, right? Sponsored by the NFL. You, you, what is it you're drinking over there from Starbucks? The medicine ball. Yeah, that's the Arizona Cardinals for ailing NFL teams. That's good. They're a medicine ball. Yeah, just that's good. Uh, all the things that you need, everything that you're you're suffering from and you're slumping in, the Arizona Cardinals will fix those. Yeah, and the problem with this, even more so, compounding the issue is that this receiving core is not good. This receiving core with Equimonius. Ceremonious, Equinamius. <laughs> I just want to listen to you, Equinamius, flounder, Equinamius, St. Brown. <laughs> And uh, former Notre Dame product. Marquez is what we decided. Valdez Scantling. These guys are, you know, not household names by any stretch. Geronimo Allison has been out. He's been on IR, who's was supposed to be the number two this year to Devontae Adams. Jimmy Graham's hobbled, as you said. If they get torched, if the Cardinals secondary get torched by this crew, not named Devontae Adams, anybody not named Devontae Adams, this shows how deep into the just murky water this secondary is. And listen, if they don't, like if they keep Aaron Rodgers to somewhat of a pedestrian day, it's like, well, who are you playing against? You're supposed to lock these guys down. 
So it's kind of a damned if you do situation. I I'm nervous. Aaron Jones has, has shown that he can catch the ball out of the backfield too. They don't use him as much as they could in, in that respect, but that dude can straight up run through the tackles. He can run outside. He's what David Johnson used to be. A David Johnson light, like he's not as good, but he's what David Johnson used to be. What we used to feature him as with with Bruce Arians as the head coach. So you're right. I mean, I I think that you're playing with fire if you try and blitz as much as they normally do with Aaron Rodgers because he is one of the best, even though he's got a knee situation, one of the best at evading sacks because his offensive line hasn't always been the greatest. So he's had to learn through trials and tribulations and uh, in effort to keep himself upright. So I, I would say that blitzing just screwed at this point. I've said this for the past five weeks. If you're going to make mistakes, make them huge. Who cares? Who cares? Try and, try and be opportunistic defensively. Try and somehow get a pick six out of this so you can actually get on the board. I mean, I hear what you're saying. You're preaching to the choir. But when you have a head coach in Steve Wilkes, he doesn't possess the ability to do that. He doesn't realize. I mean, he, he, he feels like if he can coach and he can just kind of steady the ship here with some, you know, just still maintaining the same mindset he had throughout the first 11 weeks of his coaching tenure, he, he feels like he can just continue to do that. And if he were to take or risk it all, or go for broke, that he would only... <laughs> Worsen hurt. his yeah, stance? Wor- How is that possible? I, yeah, it's a good question. I don't think it is possible, yeah. but there's there's somebody who's just so conservative by nature that they can't get they can't get away from it. They can't get... It would have to take, you know, some sort of insubordination from offensive coordinator Byron Lefwich for them to really open up the playbook. And it, and it could also just... Maybe it looks exactly like it did against the Oakland Raiders where Josh Rosen just gets a little... Um, to Cavalier with the football, yeah. and you've got two turnovers that turn into touchdowns, and once again you're facing a, a a heavy deficit. But you mentioned the wide receivers; it's just so interesting in the similarities that we discussed with uh, Peter Bukowski from Locked On Packers yesterday. How these teams are so similar but different, and the no-name wide receivers that the Packers seem to bring in year in and year out. I mean. Nobody knew who Devontae Adams was. Yeah. Nobody knew who Randall Cobb was. Nobody knew who Jordy Nelson was before Aaron Rodgers turned these guys into wide receiver ones. Yeah. You know, and uh, how come the Cardinals can't have that? Is that because they don't have a quarterback that can do that? They don't have a scheme? Um, it seems like, regardless, those wide receivers come in from smaller schools, not like Pittsburgh State, like John Brown right. or Mercer, like, you know. Or, or uh, was it UAB? But it's like Utah State, it's Kentucky, non-traditional big schools, but guys that played in the, you know, in the in the FBS. So it's Kansas it's, State, Jordy. Right, right, right. It, it's guys that just kind of came out of. They, they did play against top tier talent, and they are they have the physical abilities to play at that level. We're not seeing that. We're seeing these guys come in. They've got one little niche trait, like they're fast. These, right. these guys are physical. Like yeah. you look at MVS, he's a he's a big dude. He's yeah. physical. He can go up. He can win one on one matchups. He can uh, he can you know get the ball at its highest peak. He's a deep threat. Randall Cobb had world class speed for a while until he, he had a bunch of injuries. And he's he, a red he was zone a gr- monster. He was a great route runner. Mm-hmm. And we're just not seeing any of that from everybody else besides Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I mean the thing is is Alex Clancy, Bo Brock here locked on Cardinals. The thing over the last four years. You're not focusing your offense around a quarterback. You've been focusing around running back. So it kind of begs the question, why 
would receivers want to come here if this if, if that was the focal point? It's like well, not necessarily come here, but being drafted and being developed. There, right, there's a serious issue there. Well, I mean, especially if you're if you're running backs, especially David Johnson's rookie year when Chris Johnson led the NFL in rushing through nine or ten weeks before he got hurt. So you had two guys there and made Carson Palmer's job really easy. And with receivers, you don't develop them as much when you when you have that focal point. Aaron Rodgers has always been the focal point, and it's his. So he's like Tom Brady light in, in, in the way that he's got his own system. He's got his back shoulder throws. He's got his his jump off sides deep balls. And he throws the ball a specific way. Which you know what's interesting too is that the new rules in the NFL and the way that they're they're enforcing the jumps at the line of scrimmage yeah. that Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is rule. getting the flag. The the way that they're enforcing and they're just whistling the the play yeah. dead. That's that, you that gotta kills if, Aaron Rodgers. If, if that's one of the reasons they're struggling at yeah, four well, six and one because and that was a weapon. I'm telling you, and this is anybody that knows me and a lot of people that are listening right now don't. I love Jordy Nelson. I've loved Jordy Nelson. It's unhealthy, really. It, it is. Uh, listen, I would rub his head whenever he would let me. <laughs> no, but I had a fantasy crush on him, fantasy football crush, I should clarify. He, Even though Jordy Nelson is 36 years old, he's been Aaron Rodgers' security blanket forever. And the absence of Jordy Nelson, even, even though he's not a deep threat anymore, he's obviously lost multiple steps from where he was three or four years ago when he was a top five wide receiver in the league. He misses his security blanket. When you need a third down reception, Jordy Nelson was the guy. When you threw the ball in the dirt, Jordy Nelson would catch the ball. There are a lot of things that Jordy Nelson used to provide for Aaron Rodgers that he no longer has. And you know what? There's another type of security blanket that we have on the show. Oh, there, it's Bo? no longer security blanket. I mean, Jordy Nelson. It is a wide receiver one secure <laughs> wide receiver one heating apparatus. That's right. Jordy Nelson was basically Aaron Rodgers' action heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery-heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Control your environment with Action Heat. Action Heat clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to Jordy Nelson and similar to a heated car seat. They can reach temperatures up to 135 degrees and are powered by rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion batteries that last up to 12 hours on each charge. Action Heat Batteries can also be used to recharge your phone and any gadget while you're wearing them. Make winter activities more enjoyable with a blast of warmth. Action Heat is the perfect solution to keep you toasty and warm. Even in the most frigid winter weather, head up north, go to Flagstaff, throw on your Action Heat clothing, oh, yeah. charge your phone, stay warm. Listen to the special offer that we have. We got a special deal for our listeners. Save 25, 20%, I'm sorry, 20% off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash locked on or use the coupon code locked on at Check out to save 20%. Stay toasty, warm while you enjoy your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> toasty. Alex Clancy Bobrock will be right back to, be right back to break down a little more of the Packers Cardinals game coming up this weekend. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy Bobrock, listen to us both on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix, Monday through Friday, me 1 to 4 p.m. Mountain Time on The Freaks, and both 4 to 7, co-host and executive producer of The Drive. Did you, before we get further yeah, into the game, did you hear Steve Wilkes yesterday at his press conference? You were standing, what, three feet away feet from him? Feet away from him. Okay. Sure, it was riveting. Just tweeting my little heart out. Yeah. He pulled, you've seen Hoosiers, right? You're of not course. on, yeah. 
One of the all-time greats. You're not. One I'm of not those, what? You're not one of those freaks that thinks it's like overrated. No. Okay, good. It's a classic. So he pulled the Norman Dale. Oh. Okay, so Gene Hackman yeah. takes his team. They're playing in the national championship, little small school from Hickory, Indiana. Hickory. And you would think that they'd be intimidated. Norman Dale, the coach, feels like they could be. So he takes them into the gym. He has them measure out the dimensions of the court, the, the height of the hoop. It says it's it's the exact same as your small gym in Hickory. Steve Wilkes employed that same tactic <laughs> trying to get a professional football team ready to go play at historic Lambeau Field. He told this is what he told the press yesterday. He said, "I told the guys, Patrick Peterson, Larry Fitzgerald, Chandler Jones, David Johnson, multi-millionaires, guys who have seen it all in this league already, that going into Lambeau Field the field's still 100 yards long. It's still over 50 yards wide. Field goal posts are the same as they are at State Park. If you're going to steal something, steal something that people don't know. Is what is that example 1001 why Steve Wilkes is in over his head? And that was his final, that made the final cut of what he was going to say. That was his final choice. It's like when you see somebody walking down the street and they're wearing a big orange shirt that's disgusting. Like, really, that was your final decision? And what you're going to do today, you know that he prepped for this pre- this press conference. What he was going to say to the to, to the media, and that was his decision. I don't I don't even know. I I what's worse, Alex? Is it is it worse if he lied about what he told his players, or is it worse if he actually told? Lie them? to me. Yeah, lie to me. I mean, dude. Uh, unfortunately, you, you probably were like. We don't give a crap who Aaron Rodgers and his R E L A X is. Yeah. They think they're gonna roll over us. Yeah. They think they're gonna play in this rickety old rundown stadium that they say is is historic. We're gonna go in there and we're gonna beat their ass. Yeah. I mean I But wa- instead he employs math. Just the same. It's the same <laughs> size as our field at State Farm Stadium. It's still football. You know what was still football? You went into a soccer stadium with barely 30,000 people in attendance and the punished. Chargers yeah, brutalized you. Yeah. Philip Rivers, who's who's good in his own right, he's going to be a debate for the Hall of Fame. He'll get in. Went, but he's he's still not Aaron Rodgers, which is crazy. No. I mean, it's it's close, but it's... He's it's, not. No, because Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, he might go 37 for 37 to open the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. What are the chances that that record gets broken against the same team? Oh, that would be hilarious. Two weeks in a row. But hey, they're like in the top top five in, in past. past I mean, th- that's got to be just yardage, right? Yeah, I think it's. Yardage. I don't think touchdowns are even. Considered I think they in give there. up 220 yards in the air. Yeah, which is pretty small for the amount of. Well, of when yardage. you're giving up also over 100 yards on the, on the ground, more, yeah. more than almost uh, as much on the ground as you are in the air. Yeah, yeah. Alex Lancy, Bo Brock. So going into Sunday, all joking aside, uh, this is going to be problematic. It's going to be. It, it, the one little saving grace, I guess you could say, for the Cardinals' offense is that Green Bay's defense has been so up and down all year. They've been opportunistic forever. There were a couple years ago when I think the year they won the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers, the year they won the Super Bowl, they were last in the NFL in total defense. I believe that to be true, either second to last or last. But they had so many turnovers, so many defensive touchdowns, and you'll see once or twice a year, especially if you're playing against them in fantasy football, the defense will have one or two touchdowns in a game and keep the team in it. And it's just, I don't know what it is about Green Bay. Listen, the Alexander kid out of Louisville, 
has played very well. There are there are teams that have kind of uh, targeted him, like Minnesota Sunday Night Football last night uh, last week. But he's he's holding his own. They got rid of Haha Clinton Dix, even and now he's one of the highest rated guys being in Washington. But they have Clay Matthews still. But there are so many holes that I don't know. Sometimes Green Bay's defense shows up, and sometimes they get torched. So I guess that's a saving grace that we don't know what the defense is going to be like. This I, is where we are. Right. Absurdity it, in Arizona. There's There's got to be just because uh, we, we continue to say get right game. If you're a defense, you're licking your chops. You're looking at a quarterback, a rookie QB, who's completed, what, uh, 21 passes in his last two games? Jeez. Nine against the Raiders and, uh, and 12 against the Chargers? In a full game. And he's thrown he's thrown 10 picks in his last five games. It's he, He's turning the ball over. You're licking your chops, and you you just went up against Kirk Cousins. You also went up against Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and Jared Goff in four of your last five games. So you've, you've faced some really good quarterbacks yeah. over, the last, over the stretch. So to face a guy that's struggling in Josh Rosen, let's not – Let's not. I mean, let's call it what he's struggling. Yeah, he's he's really taking his lumps as a rookie signal caller. I mean, this is going to be a, an opportunity for this young Packers secondary to get right. And who knows? I mean, it, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how their pass rush holds up. I, I mean, DJ Humphreys, Steve Wilkes is is pretty hopeful he'll be back tomorrow. Um, the team released Andre Smith, so I don't know if that moves Cunningham from the left tackle spot to the right tackle spot. That doesn't necessarily. I mean, I know he was playing left tackle, but. I mean, it doesn't mean that he's going to automatically be more effective than Andre Smith, yeah. which is Andre Smith was terrible. Terrible. He was a turnstile, yeah. but it, it's still a shoddy offensive line, no matter who they're going up against. I, I just, I've seen the the Oakland Raiders hold this offense at bay. I have very, I have a ton of confidence that the Green Bay Packers are going to have a decent time. Really, really. Making it a tough day for Josh Rosen. Yeah, says offense. the guy who uh, picked up Green Bay's defense I, for his fantasy football no, you team. Know what? In a must-win week. I picked him up weeks ago looking at this game. <laughs> this shows how much lives we have. <laughs> Alex Lancey, Bo Brock on the other side will give our predictions again. Locked on Cardinals. Wrap it up here. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, locked on Cardinals. It's prediction time. This is... <laughs> Thursday Thursday's usually a pretty fun podcast because we're just like I mean it's probably not going to be good at this point. Yeah, it's probably not going to be good. But the last segment of the podcast kind of brings it to real life where it's like, "Oh man, this is going to be another embarrassment." So the Cardinals go to Lambeau, play the Packers this Sunday. Let's just make this short and short and sour. Can we, can we make a another like a side bet prediction? Like are we going to see so we saw Jamar Taylor released two weeks ago. We saw Benny Benwicker re- released this year week. Is David Amerson going to get released after for the second time in four weeks? He's a failure in progress to take away from Bruce Arians on the opposite side of Patrick Peterson. Uh, if if MVS goes nuts, that's my bold prediction. Is he's going to go over 100 yards and a touchdown? Something he hasn't. I don't think he's got a touchdown pass this year. And if he has, it was not during a game where he went over 100 yards, which he had a couple games in a row. Hmm. I will say over 100 yards healthily. And um, and a touchdown. If that happens, oh boy, yes. So last week was ten. Or I'm sorry, forty-five to ten. I think my prediction was somewhere around like thirty-one to ten. Or yeah, it was thirty-one seventeen. Like yeah, it, I just I don't see this offense getting right. It's it's still working out a lot of the cobwebs left over from previous offense coordinator Mike McCoy. 
Lambeau Field is not somewhere where you just start to figure things out. Yeah. Despite the dimensions and this being is, similar to State Farm right. Stadium. <laughs> and, this, and this allegedly. And this is also <laughs> a game where if the Packers get up early, they will pour it the you hell so? on. Oh, yeah. Because they need it. I, they I'm, need it for confidence. This is the Appalachian State. Because they've got the Falcons the next week and then the Bears after that. I, I think that they pour it on early and they maybe put, take their foot off the gas, at least offensively. To make sure guys like Rodgers, that receiving core, Aaron Jones are ready to go for. You take the foot off the gas in the run game. They're still going to gain eight yeah, yards of carry. I mean, if if you're uh, if you're somebody, what's his name? Um, the the backup Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams? Yeah, it might yeah. be a good week to start him if if you're if you're struggling to find running backs. But yeah, I'm I'm going to say it's going to be thirty-eight to twelve. <laughs> 12. <laughs> Maybe Zane Gonzalez. I'll say twenty-seven-four. <laughs> it's like what. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to score. I don't think this offense is that good compared to compared to the Chargers. So okay. I will say I I'll give my same right, numbers last wise, week, which is crazy. I'll say 31-10. 31-10, and that those 10 points may be in the first 10 minutes of the game like it was last time. No, I think they'll score throughout the game because this defense isn't as good as the Chargers defense. What about the uh, – you're not, you're not giving an opportunity for the Packers defense to Lambeau leap this week? Yeah, that's why I put it at 31. Okay. I would have put it probably like 27. <laughs> I'm going to put it 21-7, and, or 28-7, and the Green Bay Packers will cover the 14 points. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, I don't know what the hell is going to happen, but I know that we'll talk to you guys on Monday.